Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sosa Shaman in English. We are up to chapter 19, the elements of what a chassid is. And we discussed that there are three main roots of the action of the, of the chassid itself. And that's the action, how the action is done, and the intent behind the action. So we're covering now the root of the action itself, which is divided into subcategories and, or shall we say, branches, which is between man and God, and man and his fellow. So we covered man and his God, and man and God already. We're in the middle of man and his fellow, and really, it, 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 the the core focus of his actions between man and his fellow really evolve around Chesed, as we'll see that he does it with his his soul, his money, and his physical body, and all he uses them all as as we did in the previous podcast. He uses them all to help his fellow Jew. And now, the Ramchal is about to continue and give you different examples of great Talmidim and the extent that they went through uh, to do a um, to do a, a chesed or kindness to their fellows. <clears throat> so, they're really just going to go through different uh, <clears throat> um, different uh, scenarios. Like, in other words, they asked the, the students of Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua, they asked him, how come you were meritorious to have a, a long life? And he said back to them, in all my days, I never used a synagogue as a shortcut, and I never stepped over the heads of the people of the holy nation. So number one, we're not supposed to use a shul as a shortcut, as we know. And if we do, we're supposed to stop and say pasuk inside. And then you have a head there, really, from what I understand, to you're allowed to use the shul as a shortcut, as long as you stop to learn, even if it's just for a minute. <laughs> But he never even did that. Rabbi Elazar didn't do that. Rabbi Elazar Shemua didn't. Also, he didn't step on the heads of the people. What he meant is in that, um, from what I understand it is, that the, the base medrash, the synagogue, was crowded. They didn't have seats like we have in our shuls today. Everyone sat on the floor or everyone sat or uh, on something or a rug, whatever it was. It was very, very crowded. And obviously, it was very common for people to step over people to get to wherever they need to go, to their place, you know, uh, in the shul. So he, Rabbi Lezer, never did that. He never disrespected anyone. He never walked over everyone, anyone in shul and so on. Now, see, the first practice is an example of Hasidus as it pertains to honor of the of the synagogue, as we just said, because really, if he, you know, if he uh, uses it, if he goes to learn, he's able to do it. And the second one really pertains to, you know, being sensitive to people and not, giving not the greater honor because it may seem demeaning if someone is uh, stepping on you. Additionally, it's stated here, the students of Rapreda, Rapreda was a very special person. Um, he, like, he reviewed it with the Talmudian like 400 times or something, and then he, uh, and then he didn't understand. He reviewed it another 400 times. It's a very, very holy person. On account of which, so they asked Rapreda, when did you, why did you inquire longevity, long life? He said to them, in all my days, no person ever was before me in the base medrash. I was always the first one there. And also, I never recited Berchas Muslim. I never led the grace after meals in the presence of a Kohen. Meaning, you would think that, um, you would think that, um, that, um, you know, Prado was the Gadladar at the time, and was a very little person. So imagine, you know, you're at a, you're at a table, and you, it's time to bench, and you have a Muslim, so you would generally give it to the most holy person there. So 
generally it would be Rav Prado. So they asked Rav Prado to bench. He would say, if there's a coin here, I'm not benching. And he would give it to the coin. Now, the last thing he says, nor that I ever eat the meat of an animal whose priestly gifts has not been separated yet. So there's an option. So there, this refers to the, the, um, the right foreleg and the jaw and the stomach of the slaughtered kosher animal, which must be given to the coin. There's an option that is actually forbidden to eat from an animal before these gifts have been separated. Although Halakha does not follow his opinion, of Prada conducted himself according to the stringent matter, adhering to a more stringent opinion. He was, he was careful with himself, just in case that the someone they forget to do it. So I think up Halakha, they're able to get, as long as it's as long as they, they know it's doing it, you can eat from it, even if it hasn't been separated yet. I think that's what I, I think that's what, what is going here. Furthermore, the sages additionally asked that students of Rabbi Nechunya, they asked of him, on, on which account were you materials to have attained long life? He said, in all my days, I never derived honor from the shame of my fellow, nor has my fellow's curse climbed with me into bed, meaning that I always went to bed. First of all, I never derived honor from the shame of my fellow. Katie's okay, going to explain in a story um, in a second. But um, he always went to bed. If someone, you know, we're all human beings. People get us upset. But he made sure, before going to bed, before going to bed, everyone was forgiven. If there was anyone did anyone anything wrong with wrong to him, or he felt that anyone, did, he always made sure he went to bed with a clear conscience, being forgiving them, believe shalom, like it never happened. Real forgiveness. It's a very hard thing to do. That's why it's a nice thing to say. Kriyashma Alamita. If you go through the. Um, the, the 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 section over there. It's one of the things it is you you forgive anyone who's done something wrong to you and so on. It's very it's a very good thing to go to bed that way because as an FYI, I remember the Ramchal always talks about meter connected meter measure for measure. So as long as you can forgive your friend, no matter how bad what he's done to you, Kriyshbarchu can forgive you. Mahu rachum, atu rachum. Just like he's a merciful, you're you should be merciful. You're merciful, he'll be merciful to you. So, but anyways, let's talk about how he didn't derive. Um, I didn't derive. Uh, here's a story. Nechunya never derived honor from the shameless fellow, as in the following story involving Rav Huna. Rav Huna was carrying a spade on his shoulders, and Rav Chana Barachanino came along and attempted to lift it off the ground. You know, can imagine Rav Huna is holding a big thing, a bucket of water. So he says, he said to him, "If you are accustomed to carrying such utensils in your own town, in other words, if it's normal for you, these they they obviously he didn't want to." You know, you see a gadol carrying these things. The first thing you would do is you want to run and take it off. Say, let me hold it for you, Rebbe, Rebbe, let me hold it for you. Because it's covered. So his response was, you want to hold it for me, that's okay. Only if it's normal for people to see you holding it. In your town, if you were, hold, if you were normally holding it, then I will, um, I, 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 if you... Um, if you if it was normal to see you holding it, then fine. But otherwise, if it's not normal, can you imagine another rabbi holding it in my honor? I don't want that uh, honor from you. He says, "Don't I don't want your honor decreased in the name of my honor." Even though he was trying to he was trying to give him covet, trying to give him respect. So now we see that even though the connotation of gaining honor to the shame of one's fellow, which the sages describe as a very grave transgression, it refers to one who actually makes an effort to disgrace his fellow. So that through his degradation, his own honor will increase. Nevertheless, Hasidim, it's unbecoming to receive any honor. Even if his fellow is the one who comes and suggests that he receives the honor and thus completely amendable to it. 
if that honor will be cause of a disgrace of his fellow. So one second, so he says here, so now we see here that even though the connotation of gaining honor through the shame of one's fellow, you understand what that means? Meaning, which is, that, that itself, you can, that itself is an Avera. Normally, if you are, if you, forget this story for a second, but if you are going to gain honor from your fellow by the degradation of your friend's honor, that's really an Avera, it's a transgression. Even though, but but now let's say your friend wants to do it. You know, it's it's really your friend's honor to give you honor, right? Sometimes you want to do something for your Rebbe that's a little bit below your status, or right? it's a little bit degrading for you, but you want to show honor to your Rebbe. So that's really mutter. That's okay because you are giving kavod Torah. But Rav Chuna, he didn't want that. You see, he didn't want he didn't want anyone's honor to be degraded because of him because he didn't want. He didn't want that honor because that itself, the fact that someone's degrading their honor for him is an honor for him. That makes sense. He didn't want that. And then Rosera expressed a similar idea. In all my days, I never expressed displeasure. I never got angry. Rosera never, ever got angry, nor did I ever walk in front of someone that was greater than me, nor did I ever think about Torah matters in streets containing filth, nor did I ever walk four Amas without studying Torah, without wearing tefillin. Can you imagine how holy these people are? We walk four Amas without learning Torah or wearing tefillin. Nor did I ever sleep in the base medrash. I never fell asleep. Not a, a regular sleep or not a nap. I never, ever fell asleep. <laughs> how hard is it? Sometimes the rabbi talks or, you know, we're tired. You know, to doze off, no davening, no laning. I don't know. It's hard. These people never did it. They were married to long life. So... He said, I never did I, did I never did I, nor did I rejoice over the stumbling of my fellow. I never called my fellow a nickname. Thus, you have been shown all these examples of deeds of Hasidus that are manifestations of all ways that we have mentioned above. So, you see here, the sages of Blessed Memory further stated, Rabbi Yehuda said, One who wishes to be a Hasid, if you want to be considered a Hasid, you need to fulfill all the matters in tractate brachos. You should go through them. This is advice attaining that is between man and his creator, right? You have Priya Shema, you have, you have the, the laws of all the blessings and so on, all that to deal with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then they said also, others say you should fulfill the matters of tracting Ezekiel. Ezekiel deals with all that matters between man and man, man and his fellow. Damages, what happens if you damage his property, how to treat other people's property. And others say that if you want to if you want to become a chassid, you need to fulfill all the things that are in uh, Pirpe Ovas, which talks about all different midos and all those things and, 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 and different character traits. This is because they are, they are, they, all, these, all these concepts are, 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 uh, are, are discussed. So um, I know there was a lot, it was a, it was a much longer podcast today. I try to keep these short, but it was important to see all these examples of the great gedolim that go above and beyond to, 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 show, to, to, to respect people to give certain respect and, and, and honor and be sensitive and how they use their guf and their money and their nefesh, as exactly as Ramchal said, to carry out their actions between man and his friend. So uh, the next podcast, we're really going to talk about uh, why chesed is the component, such a core component of a chesed. And uh, it's not a coincidence that chesed, 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 they sound very similar. We'll talk about it. The next podcast. See you next time.